Today is the 18th of September 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. Firstly, sorry this is coming out a little bit later, the joys of toddlers. But I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. If you would like to hold a physical copy of the script in your hand, don't forget there's a download the script button in the episode notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. And if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. All the information is on the website. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, in times of weakness and hour of need, yours is the strength by which we carry on, the shoulder we rest our head upon. When our load is heavy and too much to bear, yours are the arms stretched out to help us, the grace that we depend on. In times of weakness and hours of need, your voice is heard. Come, find rest. This is grace divine, the path we tread to wholeness of body and spirit, the path that leads to you, and for which we offer our offering of praise. Amen. Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4 Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. You know, there are times when God's Word just seems to shout at us, and it seems like now is one of those times. I learned a long time ago that if something coming is coming up again and again and again, God is generally trying to tell us something, and we actually need to pay attention to it. And So today's verse is actually, in essence, a continuation of the theme that we've had for the last few days. I think it's best we pay attention, don't you? So what's God trying to tell us today? You know, earlier this week, we started by asking the question, how do we demonstrate the love of God that lives in us? Yesterday, we said that demonstrating the love of God means living like Jesus did, in obedience to God. And today, we can take that further as we consider the needs of others before our own. Please, don't get me wrong. I don't think Paul is telling us to never consider our own own needs But I've found, particularly during the pandemic, that we as a society have become more and more self-centered. Paul is reminding us that our callings as Christians isn't about ourselves, but about others. We live a life that demonstrates the love of God when we engage in sacrificial living. Whether it's the question of wearing a mask, or who to support for politics, or stripping the shelves bare when we're bulk buying... We need to think about others. Because when we put others first, we demonstrate two things. We show two things. Firstly, God's love is real. And secondly, and this is actually really actually quite important, God is sufficient for all our needs. Because living a sacrificial servant lifestyle means that we have to trust God. We have to rely on God for everything. Do you trust God for everything? Maybe that's the question that God is trying to ask us today 
as we think about that verse. Do you trust God for everything? And if you do, will it free you to live a life that shows and demonstrates the love of the God that lives inside you? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today is another first. Today we read Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Loving God, you've given us scripture to use as a tool. So give us the opportunities to use it. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As with all the books that we've done so far, when we come to a new book, we always start with an intro. And you'll find that the intros will start coming thick and fast now. As the books get smaller and smaller and smaller, we're probably looking at maybe one or two a week. But today we're looking at Paul's first letter to the church in Thessalonica. And this letter is special because, in essence, it's one of Paul's first letters. Probably the first letter. Many scholars seem to think this might be his first letter. But this letter is, in essence, a personal letter because there's lots of stuff, lots of personal stuff in it. And it's only towards the end where Paul starts to deal with doctrine and theology. Paul is definitely the author of this letter. We've talked about how some of the letters might be what classed as Deuteri-Pauline, where there might be other authors. But this is definitely a Paul who writes this letter. And it's written somewhere between 48 and 52 AD, or Common Era, depending on which system you use. And the thinking is, 
is that he wrote it in, in Corinth and then kind of finished it in Athens. So it's written over a period of time. You know, Paul in this letter is giving thanks about the news for the Thessalonian faith and their love. And he reminds them of the kind of life that he'd lived when he was with them. He stresses his behavior, reminding them that he had worked to earn his keep, taking great pains not to burden anybody. You know, he did this even though he could have used his status as an apostle to impose upon them. And it's in Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, that we start to develop, we start to see how the Christian understanding of resurrection and Christ's second coming begins to develop. But anyway, enough for the intro. Let's start by reading 1 Thessalonians 1, shall we? For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading 1 Thessalonians 1. Paul, Silas, and Timothy To the Church of the Thessalonians, in God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not simply with words but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering, with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it, for they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to pray. Thank you. 
We're going to pray quickly. Today's prayer is a 7th century prayer. It's an old Byzantine prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, you freed us from evil and strengthened us in what is good. Grant that we may serve you, our Lord and God. Put away our sins, give joy to those who mourn. Give freedom to the captive, give help to the sick. Grant us peace and safety all our days, and hold back the strength of our enemies. Hear, O God, the cry of all your faithful Christian servants now and at all times. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.